Hi guys! Welcome back to episode 8. I'm Allie, the host of this podcast. Today, I'm joined by three guests. Kitty, who you guys should know by now, and Megan and Carolina, who are our new guests. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Megan. I'm 27 years old, uh, cisgender female, a she-her pronouns, and I'm uh, aromatic uh, asexual. And my name is Karolina, I go by pronouns she-her. I'm from Poland, I'm not native English speaker, so excuse me uh, if I will make any mistakes because I'm still learning. I'm demi-romantic ace, and I'm in a long-distance relationship with ace from states. Uh, oh. I have no gender preference, so um, I would I would not describe myself pan pan romantic, but more like dem romantic and uh, gender blind. Okay. Hello, I am Kitty, your neighborhood friendly space ace and goth aunt. As you all know, I'm also an aromantic asexual, and I'm the old lady because I'm 34. <laughs> I didn't I didn't I didn't add it that I'm 21 years old. <laughs> so just, I'm sorry, I'm a bit anxious. So you're I'll, good. Yeah, yeah, you're okay, good. Thank you. It's fine. You're good, Shug. All right. So I just have a list of questions. I'm going to read them off and you guys can answer. First one. Does being Aero or being Ace or just being on the Ace spec in general affect your friendships? For me, no. To me, in my case, it was... So I was... I Because I live in Poland and Poland is extremely homophobic. I don't know if you heard what's going on here right now, but never mind. Yeah, the point is... Oh, yeah, it's God. it's really shitty. There's even uh, a bill in parliament right now that would ban all LGBT, that's called propaganda. So, for example, I recently, I recent, I'm like kind of ace activist here in Poland, and I was even on a ace billboard in Warsaw in the capital. And if it's going to actually happen, this, this bill will, it's going to be uh, law, then I will be in oh. trouble because I will be called that, that's called homo terrorist. I, all the LGBT people will be deemed as terrorists, but I'm not going to go there. <laughs> but the point is, as it's not easy here for us. I was outing myself step by step, like with my friends. I, I would, mm -hmm. on the beginning when I was 16, 17 years old, I, I did tell them that I'm ace and, you know, I just not into the sexual stuff. And, you know, step by step, step by, I was just kind of telling them how, you know, who I am. And actually, mm -hmm. very recently, like one year ago, I told them that, you know, I'm ace and I have no gender preference, so I could actually date an ace girl as well. And mm -hmm. it was kind of like a big thing for every of, the, of us. And I have very, uh, one of my best friends since uh, kindergarten is quite, quite very conservative. And oh. it's kind of toxic, you know, and to some yeah. extent, because I tell her that, hey, um, you know, because she's very homophobic, so I'm like, hey, I could also date a girl. And she's like, you know, that's your choice. I'm like, no, it's a... <laughs> what? It's not a choice, though. <laughs> it's how we're wired. It's yeah, not exactly. a choice. <laughs> and, you know, here in Poland, sometimes I'm... Recently, I've been feeling very depressed because I have to, you know, explain people over and over and things are getting yeah. even worse. Mm -hmm. And so some of my friends told me like carolina i will be with you no matter what and i'm really it was very amazing like especially mm -hmm. for this That's round good. but yeah. some people were like okay like i could never date a girl like you know they were like kind of confused but i yeah. kind of you know with them like after some time it just like were like whatever it didn't really affect yeah. affect our friendship but kind of makes some things uncomfortable from time to time yeah uh, i bet okay yeah, see. Is it because of the, the, the Orthodox Church? Because I know that's a large part of the reason why Russia is so 
yeah, about in it. Poland, Poland is Catholic. Yeah, the the like Orthodox Catholic Church yeah, is yeah, like yeah, yeah, exactly. This is a big part. Like you know, honestly, there's a new Minister of Education, and he mm-hmm. actually uh, wants to read all the books we have on Polish literature classes, and he wants really? their Bible. John Paul II because he was Polish Pope and people are so obsessed with him. He's like I don't know, like some god, you know. Here it's like you can yeah. see everywhere his statues. Like even in my town, twenty thousand people. There is of course one statue of John Paul II. So you know you can be Catholic, you can be Orthodox, you can be whoever, but you don't have to input all your views on other people, right? Yeah. But here it doesn't work like exactly. this. Exactly. It doesn't work like this. It's you know everything. No. It's always. When, when there's a debate, people always put their, their views, like if it's sin or not, or if it's whatever or not. It It's just crazy, honestly. And here, yeah. I, sometimes I feel like, for example, when I tell my, my boyfriend Josh, uh, you know, what's going on, we both think that it's like kind of like, like it's getting very radical, like, you know, like in Saudi Arabia, because of yeah. Islam, it's very mm-hmm. radical, you know, policy. It's like the same, just like Catholic version here in Poland, so. Yeah, but yeah, I've noticed in like just observing the world and in like my research into it that Catholicism by itself can be pretty hardcore and unforgiving and very close-minded and then orthodox catholicism that you tend to see in like eastern europe and russia takes catholic hardcoreism and kicks it up to ten thousand. and i'm like oh my god oh my goodness yeah, wow yeah honestly also it's kind of a, like cultural problem of eastern europe because for example lithuania this is yeah. like Lithuanians, you know, they also have kind of similar bill, like there's yeah. similar law, law to like in Poland, there's also, you know, there's kind of like a ranking uh, for EU, uh, which yep. shows mm. like the most homophobic countries in Pol- like in Europe, and Lithuania, yeah. it's almost next to Poland, it's, you know, like a little better, but not good, and um, yeah. for example, a lot of Lithuanians, there are Atheists, you know, they are not believing people. There's there there are like people from, from like Polish people who live there who are Catholic and Russians who are Orthodox. But a lot of a lot yeah. of Lithuanians, they're not really that religious, and they still hate gays. So yeah. it's it's, <laughs> it's an crazy. In, it's an inborn. It's like a remnant from when the countries were more religious, and some countries are yeah. slower at throwing off that shackle than others, especially in places where the church is still, su- like in Poland and in Russia, yeah. where the church is still such a big looming figure and still has so much bearing on government and law, and yeah, it's just not a good... Yeah. Not a good situation! Yeah, it's not. I can tell you from from experience. (laughs) Yeah. I think we are also Um, now wildly off topic. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm Um, sorry. I, I just I just had to rent. You're good. Generally, it's me derailing the conversation. But this is a common every recording occurrence that we get yes. way off the beaten path Somehow into a tangent. I'm always You're worried fine. About not having enough content goes to show. You right? are ab- um, you are just fine. <laughs> Megan, you want to answer the question? Uh, yeah, that was about relationships, right? Does it affect your friendships at all? Like my core group of friends, no. It took a, a little some time for them 
to like realize like I really had to educate them on what it was because oh, um, so in the beginning they were kind of making the like oh like you just haven't found the right person kind of stuff oh, but yeah. I know that was like okay. they had you know that wasn't anything malicious though like I knew they mm. had good intentions for me and they were saying that because they honestly just didn't understand, didn't understand. Um, right. and so now though it's it's a lot better though and like they they now know like why that kind of thing like is it true for me mm. I have a really great friend group and we're a really like af- active group of people and so it usually is not a big deal I have had some friendships where the person wanted you know they, I, I thought of them as a friend and then they told me they wanted to be more than that and like that uh, didn't all no, yeah <laughs> and then i have had um i have an ex who i broke up with once i understood what that i was arrow oh. and she did not take it very well and she took it extremely personally and because oh of like that, you were saying that just to get rid of her kind of thing right she well again Jeez. the ignorance factor came into play here you know she didn't know what yeah. it was and even then she still thought it was because she did something and it wasn't you know it sounds so cliche it's me not you but it really was um, uh, right you know because and so um because of that we are still not friends which hurts me because most of my exes I've been able to um be friends with maybe because we were just friends all along um you know um so uh yeah I guess on the whole it it doesn't but there there are there are exceptions to every rule right Mm. exactly um that I suppose is not surprising and just but it's still you know kind of sucks because I really value my friendships but oh, I'm yeah. not going to change who I am or expect other people to change mm-hmm. yeah, yeah exactly okay next question what would you say are the biggest differences between ace-ace relationships and ace-allo relationships I have no clue because I never dated another ace I didn't know that I was until four or five years ago yeah I have dated um i dated an asexual female um also in her 20s uh it actually was really fun um you know like you may see i've seen in like a lot of like tinder bubble bumble dating profiles where people are like i just want someone to go on adventures with and that's honestly what it was like um we kind of just did a lot you know we would explore you know, pre-COVID, we would explore new restaurants and bars and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and we went on a lot of trips. Um, unfortunately, that relationship ended because just, like, You discovered life... you were aromantic. Yeah, I, I realized she was looking for bringing romance in, and then there were also, like, life circumstances that came into play as well. Um, but I have yeah. to say, like... It really was like having an adventure buddy. Um, that was really cool. And then my last relationship was someone who was an aloe. And I was, you know, I went into this thinking that this would be a friends with benefit situation. And of course, you know, that never, shocker. That never it, works out. Nope. 
Yeah, that's when I really realized that I was Arrow because then I was in a relationship with with someone who wanted all the things that I didn't. And yeah, it was we clicked really well. We had a lot of things in common. I'm pretty sex neutral. Same. Yeah, so like I can take it or leave it. I'm not repulsed by it. It's just a th- like on it they've heard this uh our listeners and Allie has heard the story. Yes. Legitimately, legitimately, when I lost my virginity, I had never understood why all my other friends were like sex obsessed weirdos. When I finally lose my virginity at 19, honest to God, the first thought that ran through my head was, okay, that was nice, but so is reading a book or playing a video game. <laughs> like, I just, I was like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I can very much relate to that. I mean, like, for me, sex is like an adrenaline rush, but that's like the biggest thing I get out of it. Um, I think the biggest thing for me in terms of dating another asexual and then dating an aloe is that the expectations of yeah. the relationship, like, you don't notice it until you, until they're there, but like, just approaching you know you have different expectations of like you know a parent versus like a friend versus like a teacher and it all has to do with how much you invest into the race relationship how often you see them like and you don't realize like how much like they're invisible but you don't realize what a force they can be and how much they can really shape your relationship uh, oh, yeah. In terms of the expectations, these these un these unseen, often not communicated enough about or um, expectations, uh, yeah, that that really can weigh on you, um, mm-hmm. and it's a really sucky feeling when you just know that you are in- inherently not living up to someone else's expectations. Or that you're trying to project your expectations onto someone else, but you just know <laughs> that they're just not getting it. And Either that, or you end up in the boat that I was in, because I'm very much a people pleaser, and I knew yeah. for a fact there would be certain expectations, and I would do my best to fulfill those expectations at the detriment of myself. Oh Oh my god, yeah. People pleaser should just be like my middle name sometimes, but I'm really trying to work (laughs) on that. (laughs) For example, I'm kind of in a very different situation because I've never dated Alo. I was just in Ace relationship, and I kind Mm -hmm. of came to this conclusion that I would never be um, happy with someone who's not asexual because you know, when I started like to kind of um, come to terms with my asexuality, I knew that I cannot date a straight guy. I don't like them because I'm kind of more attracted, like even friendship-wise, to more fem- feminine people and yeah. obstacle way as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, when I kind of get bravery to go to some queer um, platform, and then when I talked with some uh, queer girls, all girls, uh, when I when we're texting and when it came to the moment when I said I'm ace, they always ghost me, <laughs> and I felt mm. there is no hope. Uh, and then I just kind of connected with other ace people, and I just felt I think in my perspective that exactly, but perspective like how you view the world is very important, and it kind of yes. bonds people like you know like even when we're talking right now, we just kind of get each other, and that's a very cool feeling. So. I would kind of advise other aces to kind of date people who are ace as well or just understand you at least very well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for a while I thought I was bisexual. 
And that was actually kind of fun because I was like, I don't have any expectations. Like, I don't care if you're a boy or a girl, like whatever. Uh Um, And then I think that's like, and now I'm realizing like that's actually a common thing for a lot of aces who think that they're, yeah. And so like that was a big aha moment. But I, I, I think even with like being an, I've been in a relationship with an aloe male and an aloe female and even those expectations are different mm. as well, not just sexually, mm-hmm. but also, like, emotionally. Oh, really? Yeah, because oh, yeah. dating a male... They're less likely to be emotionally open and be like, hey, I right. need you in an emotional uh, sense, whereas women are very much likely to mm-hmm. put less so of a focus on... with um, a female? Well, what do you mean by easier? <laughs> in, like, the emotional I would sense. S- no be no 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 well for me i am not i'm not a very emotionally deep person Outgoing. like it's difficult uh. it's difficult for me to be like vulnerable i suppose mm. so yeah. wh- i sometimes i feel like my female like my female exes and my female friends they like want me to emotionally invest in my relationship like the equivalent of giving up like my newborn child or something and no. i'm like oh my <laughs> god like I'm drained. Like, what do you want from me? And with a guy, it's more like, can we bond? Do we have these similar interests? Like, do we just vibe together? Like, we don't, it doesn't get as deep, but there does need to be, but this, there does need to be this companionship where you can just like banter off each other, like kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not saying that either one, like both have its pros and cons. Both are difficult. Like, um, I don't really have a preference either. Um, I mean, I identify as female, so I guess it is a little email easier to get along with females because I do speak that language more. And also, I just think, bo- <laughs> and also, I just think boys are just straight up stupid sometimes. But right, um, <laughs> um, yeah. So it's uh, it it's 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 complicated. <laughs> I mean, it's really That's- hard to make general statements about relationships. It's it's facts so of the nuanced. universe here. The <laughs> facts of life. The yeah. earth is round. The sun is bright. Men tend to have square brain moments more than women. <laughs> Especially when it comes to feelings. <laughs> I guess the most the most general thing I can say about all relations, like what I've learned about relationships is that all relationship, like basically a relationship is give and take, whether it's emotions, whether it's sex, whether it's, you know, whatever. I just had to take a good, long, hard look at myself and be like, what am I willing to put into this relationship? Next question, because we've gone through two questions and it's been 20 minutes. Sorry. You're good. (laughs) You're you're good. good. Quick little time check. What are the downsides to an ace-ace relationship? So maybe I'll start because um, I'm currently in a one. And the biggest disadvantage of those kind of relationships, I think it's distance because it's really hard to find other aces in in your local area. And Mm. (laughs) with me, it's even even more extreme because my uh, boyfriend lives in States. I live in Poland. And, you know, we haven't seen each other in person since January. We haven't seen each other basically almost a year right now. And it's really, it's really depressing. Yeah, I've been in that boat twice, actually. The long-distance relationship boat, and it's never fun. Yeah, I mean, we love each other very much, and we have plans for the future and everything. Basically, I think he's my soulmate. He's like, I don't know, he's just like this perfect person in, like, 
what you could I, I, I could never expect that when I was younger he's very feminine very adorable and everything it, it just it just Good. we are just I don't know perfect together like how we feel right now so we're not going to break up because of this but it's really hard I just can't take it sometimes I just feel like like dying inside sometimes because you know oh, yeah. Just, yeah and there's not also we don't know when there will be a vaccine and when the borders will be open again yeah that sucks a lot yeah, yeah. I'm sorry That's... honey yeah I just think the biggest problem is like finding other ace in the first place <laughs> yeah <laughs> It does limit your pool of choices by a lot. Just yeah. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Move on to the next one. Is there less of a worry of cheating among ace-ace relationships? It depends on... I would think it would depend on what you classify as cheating. Because yeah. honestly, honestly, I would probably be more... If I were still in like the relationship sphere, I think I would probably mm. be more inclined to forgive my partner for like going out and hiring a sex worker to just <laughs> get their rocks off and it was, you know, no emotional connection, no nothing. Whereas if I find out you've been sweet talking this person and you have a significant bond with them, like there are feelings involved. So like emotional cheating? Yes. That would actually tick me off more than just, oh, this was a one-time thing and it meant absolutely nothing. Like, they both suck, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But one is gonna hurt of a hell of a lot worse because it's like, wow, wow. Not only did you go out and just, like, give what's supposed to be for me, your significant other, to somebody else, but then you basically you know you're you're coming to me and telling me you love me and you want to spend the rest of your life with me and all the good romantic type stuff and all the feels and you're also giving those <laughs> to this person over here yeah uh. and i would think that that would still be a thing in an ace ace relationship the sex part is like out the window yeah that, that's kind of what i was referring to <laughs> I would think that, like, emotional cheating where, you know, you've got that very singular type of significant emotional bond with someone, I would think that, depending on the person, it might be just as prevalent or likely for them to... I don't know, though, because I've never been in one. Uh, so, like, if they do cheat, it's going to be at it's a like, greater extent. It's gonna hurt more. Yeah, it's it's very definitely, yeah. I would think, going to be that on that emotional scale. Yeah, I think overall there's no difference if it comes to cheating in Ace Ace or Ace Allowership. It just depends on the couple. Yeah, it depends on the person mm -hmm. and the, the yeah the people and their morality. Because yeah, like, it's very I hard am... to be general about something like this. Yeah, I'm very much the sort of person that I would never. If I am that unhappy with somebody or I'm break that up. much more attracted to someone other than my partner, I'll just break up with you. <laughs> I don't like, understand the concept of cheating personally. Just nope, me neither. It's like why why do this? Cause yeah. so much pain. Next question. When meeting a romantic interest, do you feel the need to tell them about your asexuality right away? Well, to me, it's it's not even if it comes to romantic interests because, well, I didn't have any except the one like I'm with. But always when I tr basically just become to bond with other person, just like 
friends wise I feel need to tell them because it's part of my identity plus yeah. recently mm. also was um, an ace activist here in Poland so yeah. I think it's like a big part of my life right now so I should just tell mm-hmm. people because well this is kind of me so you should know <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah I I don't really know in terms of like romantic interest specifically being an aromantic asexual yeah but i i definitely do go out of my way to let people know like especially if i'm like if i'm in like a group setting i generally make it pretty clear because i i have good peripheral vision and i can tell when there are people in the group that are checking me out and i'm just like immediately out the gate nope you can put that in the bag that ain't happening I I wish I had that ability because I'm very clueless. So, I think I'm quite clueless as well. Yeah, I'm so clueless. It's not even We're funny, but so I guess I when I've had instances where people have come up to me and they've had to make it very very clear, just ask outright if they're interested. Usually, I'm more personally, I'd be more concerned about them knowing that I'm Arrow because yeah. I think that sets more of a stage with in terms of the expectations oh yeah yeah and i think honestly like it has to be there has to be like some tinge of like romance or something there you know and Mm -hmm. so i just have to be straight up like you're not like you think i'm gonna turn all starry-eyed and want to like want you to bring me flowers like you're not gonna get that so (laughs) you're not gonna get anything but friendship out of me (laughs) yeah so honestly i do have to make the arrow clear first because i feel like the romantic gestures come first before or they at least like pass you know they use romantic gestures as like a test to see Uh if you're interested in it becoming sexual so honestly for me if the arrow usually stops them (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know in terms of most arrows well i i really haven't met any other arrows in real life so i don't really know me neither um, yeah, I only know aloes or other asexuals, so um, usually it's the arrowness that just that causes the problems right first before aceness. But saying that I'm arrow ace, I guess that does help. So I guess yeah, that that's would how be... I word it. I just always put the two together, and it's like no. And when I say I've I've got good peripheral for noticing when people are checking me out, I mean I don't necessarily mean on an emotional. I mean like legitimately, I can see you out of the corner of your eye, giving my body the once over with your eyeballs i'm not much better at picking up on the emotional mm. once uh, over either yeah just but I, very obvious <laughs> when they're being very obvious and they are legitimately checking me out with their eyeballs it's like i see you doing that off to the side and no and i'm also at the point where i've been in enough relationships where like i'm gonna tell you right away that i'm arrow ace and i'm done with it mm-hmm. like i yep. i'm you know it's not it's not worth it it's not worth it to not say it up front in my opinion honestly uh, yeah could you see yourself? next question could you see yourself having a long-term relationship with an aloe nope been there done that got the t-shirt and it sucks yeah i have to agree with kitty (laughs) wow (laughs) there's no across the board right away to be fair the guys that i dated barring one and that was because we were very young and he didn't really know any better but the majority of the others were a-holes 
Oh, I'm, Two I'm of sorry which did that, not Kim. like to hear the word no. That's why I even 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 never started to date any of them because I was just like, you know, screw you, I'm I'm not going to go out with you. So yeah, yeah I think it's just like a hard question because I think they might be people who have like kind of low libido and you could maybe you know cooperate in that sense. But oh, yeah. and, like I think in long term, if you won't be in open relationship or like person will be very monogamous and you know only attracted to you, I think that can make some things complicated. So yeah, uh-huh. I think it depends. I think it depends. But okay. I would I, w- I would be like you know like for uh, for all aces you know there like warning sign you know like yeah talk it over <laughs> before <laughs> yeah you're going you know you, before altar just talk it over first yeah okay I kind of related. Would you recommend that aces try to date aloes at all? Uh, probably not on general principle, just because there's that there's that very definite clash of one side of this equation doesn't really have a sex drive and sexual urges to speak of. The other side very much does. So these two things are generally speaking going to be kind of like oil and water unless you find an aloe with a very, very low sex drive, you know. Now, granted, there are exceptions to the rule. I'm not saying, like, no ace should ever try to date any aloe ever because it's gonna go terribly. Because this is just not, that's not factually true. There very much are aces who make it work with aloes and both people are perfectly happy and healthy and everything's grand. I don't think that's the norm, though. Like, I think that's probably kind of an outlier situation. I would think that more often than not, an ace of any variety is more likely to find long-term sustainable happiness with another ace. Unless, I I would say, if someone is kind of in the gray spectrum of asexuality, then Mm -hmm. I think they have some chance right but other than that well i would just like like i said before just think it over first or um if there was polygamy uh like a poly um polyamorous relationship an open relationship yeah if you're the type of person that's cool with that i never was i do not like to share (laughs) (laughs) yeah would you be okay with being single for life absolutely absolutely i have more than i am perfectly happy to be that eccentric arrow ace non-binary chick who lives on the corner in my neighborhood has all the cats and just kind of is generally pleasant to the neighbors i have more than made peace with the fact that i'm gonna be like every eccentric old spinster aunt from a rom-com ever and i'm cool with that perfect (laughs) great (laughs) Yeah, a real. I agree. I I'm I'm happy to be single. Um, personally, uh, although I don't think I could imagine my life without my different friendships. Um, oh yeah, and the oh, yeah. different friendships and relationships. Yeah, friendships. And I'm I'm plugged in into different communities, both virtually yep. and on and in yeah. real life, and it's both of those. Boring. Yeah, Absolutely. I have a. Yeah, I have a. Yeah, I have exactly. a roommate who's my best friend. So those, you know, I I'm very happy being single, but I don't like in terms of like romantically. But nope. I definitely want to have communities and friendships for the rest of my life. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Like for me now, I will be hard to imagine being single as I'm in relationship right now. Uh, but mm-hmm. before I met my boyfriend, I was completely fine with it. I kind of felt like it would be cool to have this one special friend that will be always there for you because you know, like oh, in yeah. Poland, especially 
<laughs> I was like, always mention Poland, but usually it's like this, you know, like friends getting married, have kids and all of that. And I kind of were afraid that I will be lonely in the future because, you know, they'll have their own life and, you know, people kind of live separately yeah. because of it here. Like very tra traditional way. And I just want to have this like buddy who will be there for me. Yeah. So yeah, so I would say yeah. the same, exact same thing. Maybe because, you know, if I left where you live, then I would also have the exact same attitude to it. I feel like I would have. Yeah, but you're in a very unique and kind of specific situation where the place you live is so antagonistic to anyone who is not cisgendered, heterosexual, yeah. the quote unquote norm. norm. Yeah, it's, it's, very, it's very lonely. So... Especially, I think, in a place like this, when yeah. you have just, like, this person who is there with you, it's very, like, it's, like, you need the support oh, yeah. here, at least, like, here, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It did take me some time to come to this conclusion, though, um, because I do enjoy being around other people and companionship yeah. and also yeah. like the fact that you know i just believed in the life script of you know married uh -huh. kids you know oh, white geez. picket fence and i'm not saying yeah, there's anything but... wrong with that i'm no, just saying wrong with that. no but i'm just saying that I, I think everybody. it is i think it is wrong that we're kind of brainwashed with it and mm. believing oh, yeah. that it's the only option like so hard to the point where i had to disentangle my true feelings with ex society's expectations for years oh, yeah. um, before I realized, you know, who huh. I am. So it's interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's like that go to college thing. Yeah. Wants. Yeah. If you don't go to college, you'll never be successful or happy or have a good job. That's not true. There's many proofs of that being yeah. untrue. But it still gets rammed down the throat of the youth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I say this as someone who wants to go to college. So, I mean, like, there's nothing wrong with it, it if you want to go, but it's not yeah. an absolute hardcore necessity. People that go and that really don't want to, don't really connect with that kind of situation, they end up dropping out, yeah. and it's just a lot of misery that could have been avoided. Yeah, and now they're in the hole for however much money, Yeah, at least in our dead, country. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, a gosh. nightmare. It is. How have potential partners, or existing partners at the time, reacted to you telling them about being ace so the well, last partner i had my asexualness was like one of many reasons why we split up we broke up amicably he's one of the few that i'm still on good terms with but his his overall reaction to it was just kind of like yeah. Essentially, when he and I split up, I was like, look, here's what it is. You have all these goals and ambitions and things that you want to do with your life. Me, with my chronic pain, I I can only be a passive support. I cannot actively support you in that. I just, I'm, not, I'm physically not able to. I'm not able to run all over the globe and, you know, visit all mm. these remote, fantastical locations and travel a whole lot and, you know, go to work and... Because he kind of wants to be an entrepreneur and start up a business of his own. And I'm like, I physically can't be there with you and work a nine to five job. I can basically be in the stands cheering for you, but I'm not going to be able to be like right beside you helping you do it with my yeah. chronic pain. Not to mention, 
I have recently discovered that, in all truth, I am far happier when I am just me by myself and I'm not in a romantic relationship. You deserve to have someone who can actively support you and actively go after these things that you want to do as opposed to someone who's just going to kind of be on the sidelines going, Yay! Go team! You know? Uh-huh. We had kind of, we had kind of grown apart over, I mean, we were together for like almost five plus years oh, and wow. we had just kind of grown apart over time and it was, so his reaction to it overall was just kind of like, yeah, you're right, yeah. Like, he knew it was done and dead and had been for a while. I knew it was done and dead and had been for a while. So his reaction was just kind of like, yeah. So he just didn't care too much uh. about that. As far as opening a relationship up with that, I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> That's where these two come in handy. <laughs> yep. So um, the guy that I dated, I it was because of him that I discovered that I was asexual. Um because he was allosexual and mm-hmm. I knew that things weren't working and it was my own googling um, that uh-huh. like yeah. made me stumble upon asexuality honestly it was he didn't take it he, he took it pretty well it was it was one of the many factors in our it was one of the many things in our relationship actually where we didn't agree on something <laughs> um like we were living in a place where i wanted to stay but he didn't see himself long term i was going in one direction for work and he was going in another so the differences in sex just kind of was just a, kind of just it wasn't maybe as big of a deal and then i dated a female after the a female the asexual female after him and she was the one who came up to me and was like hi i'm asexual but like i'm romantically interested in you and that's because of her that's how i realized i was arrow um (laughs) yeah yeah so it's very you know i kind of recommend dating because it teaches you a lot about yourself uh if anything um i suppose it was only my most previous relationship where which is funny because that's the one where i was kind of upfront at the start about how i was sex neutral but aromantic that she took it personally and perhaps that's just because of her personality um Mm -hmm. or maybe because she is such a romantic person like that is like a big that's just part of her personality because she took it so personally and she was such a grand romance person and i didn't realize really either of those things going into it so um i think i think it's you know, it, it definitely depends on the person. So I would recommend when you're telling someone, whether you're telling them that you're asexual or that you're aromantic, that you tell them that it's you, not them. As cliche as that sounds, but try your best to just make sure they understand it's not personal, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because she was asking me, like, what did I do? Like, how did I mess up? Like, what did I go wrong? And I'm like, I'm not going to tell you you're being wrong for being you. It has nothing no, to do with bad. you and everything to do with I'm not wired the same way you are. I don't want the same things you do. That It's not a thing you can fix, my dear. It's no one's fault. Right, it's no exactly. one's fault and you can't fix it. I'm sorry. Yeah, and I think in this day and age, people kind of struggle with that. Um, because oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, powerlessness is such a big fear. 
Yeah. yeah, and to an extent, we are kind of snowflakes, so... Um, <laughs> we are all snowflakes. You know, we just work on it as best as we mm -hmm. can, right? So that's all we can do. So, uh, yeah, that that's all. Yeah, so I would just add that I was actually never in this kind of situation because I was looking for Aces specifically, just like as friends or maybe something more. But when I tried to connect with queer community, it was... I was quite disappointed because I was hoping that, you know, screw all those straight guys, right? I don't care about them, so I even didn't have to, like, touch, like, talk too much with any of them, so whatever. But I was very <laughs> sad when even when I text, was tech by texting with some homosexual and bisexual girl, they just all ghosted me when they, when I texted that I'm ace, you know, because, like, they were, oh, I'm bi, oh, I'm less, and I was like, oh, I'm ace, and then I never got answer later, and Aww. it happened, like, six times, and I was like, oh, so I'm actually alone in this world. <laughs> and then yeah. I found this community, and I, I started to feel better, but that was the beginning. Oh, Yeah, this community is really, really nice. Unfortunately, there are uh, currently a large portion of allosexual people in the world that the minute it pops up that sex is not on the table, like, which, and sometimes they don't even ask. Like, they're, they're understanding, yeah, their understanding of what the asexual spectrum is is so limited, they're just like, oh, well, if they're asexual, they're not going to want to have sex at all, ever, the end. And the minute they're confronted with that very narrow notion, definition of it they're like nope yeah, and i was really disappointed especially as it was you know lgbtq plus community and even they didn't get me so it was very upsetting in the sense because i don't blame straight guys like screw them especially polish straight guys please whatever but yeah you know like i was really sad it was like 18 years old back then it was three years three years uh, ago and so yeah, now it's started to change. Like people, even you know, who are somewhere in the queer spectrum, they you know know oh, what yeah. being ace mean, and they are not discriminating because you know we have to keep together. But yeah, it was it was disappointing. <laughs> For aces that want to date other aces, what is the best way to meet these people? As dating sites like Tinder and Bumble tend to become like hookup sites. So maybe I'll answer this question as I'm having. A yeah, you're the right one now. that dates. <laughs> yeah, I would say that uh, all those tenders and stuff like that, I don't use them. I think they it's really hard to find some aces there. I yeah. think, like in Poland, for example, we have Ace Facebook group, and you can mm -hmm. connect with some people there. I met my boyfriend Josh on Acebook, and it was very funny because, you know, I was also... I'm studying anthropology, and I'm very interested with cultures Ooh. and all of the stuff. So it was very cool that I could meet other aces. So there will be, you know, nothing maybe too creepy or, you know, like with people like in the internet. Like we have something in common. So we are community. So I can talk to them and I can get something. Yeah. Learn something yeah. about other cultures, language. Because, you know, my language is still perfect. So I can, you know, practice it and stuff like that. And that's how I met my... Uh, love interest. I would advise like using sites for aces or queer people who like, but not like the gatekeeper community, but like you know like yeah. inclusive one. I think mm -hmm. that's the the best option. I think Tinder. You, you might just find. I think I don't know how it works there, but here 
it's like you feel like worse than others. You feel like something is missing. You feel like you need to be a pair. Like at least yeah. I, I always feel like I'm kind of forced when I'm on a place like this. Like I don't I, I don't fit here. So bye. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Just like I I, w- I would say just look for ace community and maybe then try something there. Here also like recently there's some ace groups meetings when we oh. met in different cities and just talk to each other and we make we become friends and stuff like that so yeah i would advise something like this okay so like not mainstream options yeah yeah not maybe, really like, not really maybe like i said like some facebook groups or like some portals for like queer or aces that's that's cool but other than that not really mainstream dating apps i don't think you're gonna have much luck yeah <laughs> overall not only for aces <laughs> I think mm. it's also a complicated issue even for owls, you know, using app like this and yeah, oh yeah, kind of, you know, oh yeah, bigger problem. There are some like specific ace dating apps out there, at least in the US. Are there? Seen some of them? Yeah, ace app. Yeah, that's literally what it's called. Okay. But also, I see like screenshots of these people like messaging and somehow they yeah. missed the memo and yeah <laughs> so asking really like sugar daddies and all this really odd stuff that probably sh- you missed the point <laughs> yeah you're on the wrong it, it, it app bud I mean, i'm definitely yes. i'm definitely not the person to ask about dating apps considering my hand puppet dragon i made him a tinder account just no just for lols how did that go um i haven't checked on it in a while but the response to snuff being on tinder was actually pretty positive i mostly got when i pay attention to it i mostly get a lot of oh my god he's so cute oh that's that's and i'm just like thank you you have a good day and then like we never talk again I think also like not using like Tinder like for dating. I think it's also mm-hmm. important for like even mental health. Like for me at least, because you know I kind of live in my information bubble, and mm-hmm. I yeah. just don't want to put myself there. So I don't feel like I'm kind of you know something is missing in me, right? So I think yeah. if if you feel confident in yourself, then go for it. You know maybe maybe actually it will be cool for you. But if you kind of yeah. feel like you might. Uh, start to uh, have this feeling that a complex you, yeah a complex exactly across like what was it what's going for the word um then i think just be careful and yeah don't use apps like this then because you might feel like you know like now we're talking with you know all aces and we feel very comfortable in a place like this mm-hmm. we will feel the opposite way <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it might be depressing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Last question. What is the best part about an ace-ace relationship? I think, mm-hmm. to me, the biggest part is, like, we really get each other. For example, my boyfriend, he's, uh, his family is from Trinidad, and it's also a very homophobic place. And he was even sent yeah. there because they thought he's gay, and they closed their closed him in a, in a room for a couple weeks without anything. Oh, my God. They took all... Because he likes to use like some makeup and stuff, so they just took out all those stuff away from him and just closed him there. Sure. And also kind of live in this homophobic society, even though my family is pretty different, but still. And we get each other in the sense, like in this way. And also we just have the same perspective, you know, we are both ace, we're both attracted to other people. And it just like, we are the special friends with each other because I have, you know, obviously I have friends here. And yeah. we get each other on, on many different levels, but I think I was always missing this one friend who would just get me on all those yeah. things in life. Yeah. On, 
yeah, so I think that's the biggest point, like the biggest thing in Ice Worship, like just completely understand each other because I know there's kind of this romanticism around, you know, like opposite people and how they can be like this cool couple, you know, like how is in English, yeah. you know, when there's uh, opposites, they connect or something. Mm -hmm. Okay, I think you get what I mean. And I yeah. think yeah. in real reality, it's act actually opposite. You know, people who are more similar, probably they're going to last longer with each other. So, yeah. They can. Depends on the type of personality in some regards. Like, sometimes if you're too similar to each other and you have, yeah. say, the type of personality that I have, get two mm -hmm. people with my personality <laughs> in the same room for a long period of time and eventually we will want to kill each other. I've tested yeah, the theory. Yeah, that's also true. <laughs> But maybe, maybe not like, maybe not personality-wise, but maybe like uh, the way you view the world, kind of like, you know, like having, like oh, yeah. having the same political views, philosophical my, views. My, and my mother and like I that. are basically, yeah, my mother and I are basically the same person. And because we share a lot of the same views, we haven't killed mm -hmm. each other. But when you get somebody who's like me in the, you know, very headstrong, very quote-unquote dominant personality, very opinionated, and we have diametrically opposed views, it's, give it back half hour 45 minutes and it's like somebody gonna die <laughs> uh yeah i agree with a lot of what carolina said the having similar expectations and perspective is wonderful because yeah. it's just it's something that you just vibe with and you don't really have to you don't gotta think about it too much yeah. you know communi communication is still absolutely important you know, to, to ensure yeah. you do have those expectations and perspective, but uh, you usually pretty much do. And um, it's it's just nice to have, like, I guess, non-sexual chemistry that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's totally I don't know. I don't know how to describe it except, like, using cliche words like vibe and chemistry like that but it's yeah, a good way to it, describe it though you just yeah get yeah along. you describe it perfectly if the shoe fits yeah there you wear go it, yeah <laughs> thank you for listening if you would like to see behind the scenes stuff or be a guest on this podcast you can get in touch with us on instagram at knights of nope and reddit u slash knights of nope you can also email us at a casual exchange at gmail.com we would love to hear from you guys send us any comments concerns or questions that's all from us today, and we'll see you guys in two weeks. Also, special thank you Bye. to our guests. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> it was adorable. A casual exchange was created by the Knights of Nope. Producing and editing credits go to Dana. This podcast is hosted by Allie. Music credits are in the description. 